every morning. Arabile Gomede and Anastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. It's uh, seven minutes to eight o'clock. ESCOM estimates that air pollution from its coal power stations causes 333 deaths a year with a health cost from the mortalities of 17.6 billion rand. The big uh, health danger in ESCOM emissions is particulate matter and that being smoke and soot, which exceeds the legal limit at all. Uh, but two of its uh, power stations, and this was the utility submission to the portfolio Committee on Environmental Affairs, and to talk to us about the submission is Melissa Steele, who's from Climate, uh, rather, who's a Climate and Energy Campaign Manager at Greenpeace Africa. Melissa, thank you so much for your time. What do you make of uh, ESCOM's submission with uh, with regards to the estimates to their air pollution? Uh, good morning. So, as far as Greenpeace is concerned. Uh, we believe that ESCOM is underestimating the uh, number of premature deaths that are coming from its pollution. Um, but this is the first time that ESCOM has actually gone on record to admit that it is actually causing premature deaths through its coal-fired power stations. Um, Greenpeace would estimate that it is more along the lines of nearly 2,000 premature deaths a year. Um, and we believe that even one premature death is far too much um, in terms of the pollution that ESCOM is actually causing. So one of the members of the research section uh, mentioned that that particulate matter was the big challenge and that's where they need to focus their uh, energy on and not on uh, NO2, which is not a major contributor. Is she right with regards to that? Uh, Or are both, uh, I suppose, sulfur dioxide and nitrogen dioxide both uh, just as... It's really a combination of all of those pollutants. That's the real problem. So to say that only one pollutant is a problem is really just um, oversimplifying the issue. So the pollution that's coming from ESCOM's coal-fired power stations contains a multitude of pollutants, including things like mercury. Um, and it's that toxic combination that is causing the premature deaths. Uh, the parliamentary inquiry last year was um, an, a result and a response from a global map that Greenpeace released, which showed that Mpumalanga is the biggest nitrogen dioxide pollution hotspot in the world. And we believe that the satellite data doesn't lie in a way that maybe um, the polluters may lie, or um, sort of obfuscate. And it's that combination of pollutants. It's not one pollutant, but it's all of them combined that is causing the problem. In terms of the targets or I suppose thresholds they may have in uh, with regards to how much pollution they emit, uh, is there a way to measure that or even so has ESCOM been able to live up to those expectations or perhaps save their own targets? The research that was released last year shows that ESCOM actually has about 3,200 exceedances of its air, um, air emissions licenses. So although ESCOM is, is um, saying publicly that it's complying with all of the requirements, except for particulate matter, which it says it's out of compliance, um, there are a couple of problems with that. The one being that um, the National Air Quality Officer has said that the air pollution monitoring stations that 
the Department of Environmental Affairs has, um, a lot of them are dysfunctional. So we're actually relying on ESCOM's data in order to assess whether ESCOM is compliant or not. And there are very clear problems in that. With regards to the Department of uh, Environmental Affairs, I know you are critical of the fact that they had weakened their minimum emission standards. And I think some of the work was done without public consultation. Do you have uh, methods at hand at which, you know, you can have this law scrapped if it wasn't done without uh, or rather if it was done without any public input? So that actually refers to the sulfur dioxide limits. Um, which were doubled. Um, So basically, instead of taking the limits which were already weak and making them stricter, the Department of Environmental uh, Affairs took the existing limits and doubled them, and they argued that that was because ESCOM and SASL said they couldn't comply. Um, As far as Greenpeace is concerned, that's absolutely unacceptable. Every country around the world is actually tightening those limits. Um, because sulfur dioxide is a dangerous pollutant which damages people's respiratory systems. Um, and at the moment, because of the, the fact that Greenpeace highlighted that, along with organizations like the Center for Environmental Rights last year, mm. um, there's actually an expert panel that's been constituted to try and assess whether and how that can be changed. But we absolutely believe it should be immediately scrapped. Melita, thank you so much for your time this morning. That's Melita Steele, who's a climate and energy campaign manager at Greenpeace Africa. This is Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic 1027. Got uh, 30 seconds to the top of the hour. Chantal, something you'll be keeping an eye on for the day? Well, I see Sens has already been super busy. Um, so I'll be looking at Wilson Bailey Homes, ACI, Cash Build, and Assaw out with results this morning. And then the big one still to come is ShopRite. So we know that ShopRite issued uh, quite a weak trading updates and trading statement um, statements over the last few weeks. So mm-hmm. I think the market will probably be focusing on that. And then we've also got the Saab leading indicator out today. So some economic data as well. All right, that's it from me. I'll be back tomorrow with Arabile Gumete. It's 8 o'clock.